Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GG God and Games podcast. Today is going to be an awesome episode. Guys, honestly, today was kind of a crazy day. It was my mom's birthday, and we just had a fun time celebrating. And honestly, I feel like it's probably going to be beneficial for the podcast if I just set like when the episode's going to come out later in the evening. So um, it's going to be on Saturday. So for those of you who maybe listen to a podcast before bed or something like that, um, it will be in the evening. Um, But I I just don't know if um, like the afternoon is going to be ideal. If I can get it out, I will. But I will just um, assume that it's going to be published more in the evening time uh, just because I feel like that time just works better for me um, to get those out and I feel like I can really crack down and do it. So um, today's uh, podcast it's going to be a great one. We had a crazy awesome Destiny 2 um, Season 13 reveal trailer that we're going to be talking about um, and then we're going to be talking about uh, the TWAB, the this week at Bungie that they released on Thursday and kind of just going over the new content they're talking about talking about bringing or the new content that is going to be coming into the game um, as of this coming Tuesday and um, we're also going to have a fantastic Jesus talk segment as well I have a passage in Matthew that I'm going to be talking about and it's not necessarily no, it's it's a good passage. Yes, it's a it's a fantastic passage. Um, but it's definitely not like it's more of kind of like um, I don't want to say solemn, but it's it's kind of a hard teaching. But it's also really good, and it it, it can help. It it will help. It um can really tell you um kind of where you're at in your Christianity. And I feel like it's a really good one, a hard one, but a good one. So I'm excited to give you guys this podcast today. I hope you guys enjoy. And ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get into the Jesus Talk segment. Um, And today we are going to be in Matthew chapter 10, uh, verse 16 through uh, 26. And it's just, or yeah, yeah, 16 through 26, Matthew chapter 10. If you do want to read um, what I'm reading, maybe after the podcast or even follow along during the podcast. Um, But I'm just going to be reading this passage and talking about it's going to just be like a pretty chill. um, But as you heard in the intro, this is like, this is definitely not an easy teaching, but it is a really, really powerful and very, very good one. So Without further ado, let's just let's start reading this bad boy. Not bad boy, awesome boy. It's 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 a great boy. Great boy. All right. So the title is Persecution Will Come. Verse 16. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and as and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to the courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake, to bear witness before them in the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say. For what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother, 
will deliver brother over to death and father his ch child and children will rise against parents and have them put to death and you will be hated by all for my name's sake but the one who endures to the end will be saved when they persecute you in one town flee to the next for truly i say to you you will not have gone through all the towns of israel before the son of man comes a disciple is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and servant like his master. If they had called the master of the house Bezalbub, Bezalbub, how much more will they maligan those of his household? So sorry, I definitely butchered some words there at the end. Um, but that is the passage uh, we're going to be uh, just discussing and persecution will come. So obviously, um, that's the title of this passage. And it's obviously not a like nice and lighthearted. And I don't really believe any of the Bible is nice and lighthearted. There is always power in every statement in the Bible. And um it's definitely not just like, oh, that's like nice. Like this is definitely the stuff right here. Persecution will come. And I like Matthew while writing this, like just starts it out in such a good way. Um, I believe I, I believe this is Jesus speaking here. I, I'm like guessing that it is. I, I'm almost positive that it is. Um, because, you know, most of the, like, the gospel accounts is Jesus talking. Um, so, um, it, Jesus starts this, um, here, wait, hold up. I should probably fact check this. Um, um, you know what? Yeah, I, I believe, I believe so. I believe so. Yes. So, Jesus is talking in this passage. And at verse 16, it says, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Like Jesus couldn't have started the statement out more powerful. Like, behold, I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. And if you know anything about um, like the farmyard, the sheep are the dumb animals that can't defend themselves. And he's saying that I'm sending you as sheep like just like literally defenseless helpless sheep in the midst of wolves smart and um vicious dogs that tear um uh animals like sheep to shreds and jesus is saying behold i'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves so um like as he i like i'm picturing like oh sheep being sent out into like a field of wolves and um what god's saying here is like uh, what jesus is saying here is he's like saying like i'm going like this is not the road you're choosing to take is not an easy road and as we read on we see this is so true he's telling us this is not going to be easy people are going to turn on you it says um uh where does it say it says uh, yeah, verse 18 or verse 17, beware of men for they will deliver you over to the courts and flog you in their synagogues. He's saying 
men and women, all sorts of people who are not of Jesus are going to like drag us into synagogues and flog us because um, of our faith in Jesus. And he's not saying like, in order to be a Christian, you must be dragged into a synagogue. No, that's not what he's saying. But he's saying circumstances like these will occur because the world hates us so much. And I feel like this is a really awesome and kind of almost trippy scenario that we're in as Christians. Um, if you think about, um, like, I'm just going to put this uh, image in your head. Let's say you're in this society in which everybody follows um, these certain, like, standards and norms uh, that uh, are just, like, normal. And everybody does them. Like, there's no asking questions. It's assigned by um, sometimes, like, who even knows. But we're, we're just following these. And it's, like, mindless, like, just um, enslaved to this, um, like, constant uh, system in which you're just following um, just mindlessly. And as Christians, what we're doing in this scenario is we're stepping out of this line. We're looking back and we're saying, I don't want to be a part of this. And basically what happens is all of the eyes in the line turn to us and they get angry. They're upset because like, um, it isn't even necessarily, it's the powers behind these people. Um, the evil spirits, um, that are behind these people that are working against us as Christians and, uh, moving these people, uh, to like, just they're upset. It's like you're, as you're breaking out of this line, all of a sudden it's like, um, all eyes turn to you and it's this like death glare. Like, what are you doing? And I feel like the, like, it's really, really hard as Christians because um, what Satan does is he takes almost he he takes humans as like a, uh, like spirits um, people as like body shields for his demons um, so that as Christians like we have to be able to m maneuver around not uh, like put hate and blame onto that person, but rather the evil behind it. And it's just, it's this constant hard, um, battle to try and get the demon out of them, try and fight the demon instead of, um, the same with us. We're trying to fight the demon, not ourselves. We're trying to fight the demon, um, and not destroy the person because that's what Satan does. He has no, um, like he like cares nothing for you. He just, you're just another resource in his plan. And like, as a Christian, your eyes are opened. I know Jesus has talked about this many times. Um, or uh, it, I, I don't know. I probably can't say that cause I'm not sure. I, but it, it's in the Bible. It's talked about how, when you become a Christian, your eyes will be open. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jesus talked about that. How like your eyes will be opened as we see with Paul, um, scales fell off his eyes. His eyes were opened. And as this being, um, going into my second year of Christianity, my eyes have been open. Um, and it's revealed just like the, like evil behind this, like, um, world system that we have right now in like the reality of it. Um, and like things are just starting to make sense that I wouldn't have even looked at before because Satan has a mask over, or he has, um, he has shielded our eyes so we cannot see um, the truth. And when Jesus comes and he takes that blindfold off, we can see and he saves us from the destruction we're approaching without even noticing it. And I feel like it's been really just really awesome to be able to see like these um, how this is our society that is like glorified in some ways. It's just like it's just like 
just being destroyed and like being able to see this and like God giving us this vision to be able to see this. And then we can go in and help those who are, um, who are following in this line. And not that I want to see anybody fall, but this system is destructive and we must save those. We cannot let people live in this destructive system because it's a constant walk to doom. And, um, it's like, it's just destroying us, whether we know it or not. And, um, it's just like, I, I feel like, um, I had this thought the other day, um, because I have some friends who they, they just really, they struggle with depression and, um, depression is a real thing. And I was thinking about this and I'm like, you know, um, when someone with depression or like these really hard uh, thoughts about like, what is life? Why am I even here? Like, do I have a purpose? Um, and these like negative thoughts on you, um, when it's brought to a Christian or like you do, you do, let me show you your purpose. Um, but when it's brought to someone who, um, lives in this, just, um, like secular, like just, um, that like the worldview of uh, our culture, our cultural worldview, um, especially in the United States, it's like they start freaking out because when someone has those thoughts, like what's our meaning, what's our purpose that is destructive to the, to our culture in that, um, like that view of life because um the whole point is that you're never supposed to think about what your real purpose you're like oh of course i have a purpose but you never actually think what that purpose is and for those who struggle with depression i feel like their eyes are just starting to open as they see like wait i don't i don't actually have a purpose in this um culture that i've just been mind mindlessly following and like that just destroys and that's like why you see counselors and um like people like oh you're a good person you're a good person you're a good person there's there's point but they never actually tell you they never actually say what the purpose is, why, why I am good. Like what, what have I done to like, like, and then they like list off things, but then you're just sucked into pride and that will ultimately just bring you up to that false point of happiness. And then you'll be brought immediately right back down. Um, and like, that is just what the culture is. And it's just this constant, like you're a good person, you're a good person. And then once you're out of that, then it's like, oh, all right, all right. Now you're just back into the flow. And as Christians, I feel like those who struggle with depression, those are the people we need um, to go after. And we need to go after everybody, of course, but those people in depression, they are starting to have their eyes opened and it can be devastating if they do not have help from from a Christian, from someone, uh, who can help them, uh, who, or from someone who can point them to the helper, Jesus. Um, it can be destructive if they don't get that because then they're like, I don't have a point and they just stop there. And then that can lead to just terrible things. But if we take that one step further and then see, yes, I don't have a point, but look, look to Jesus. Look, he has given me a purpose. He has given me a point as where we break through this secular worldview in which, um, it's just like, you know what you do, you, you choose whatever you want. You set all of your standards. Like it's your choice. You, you do everything, but then you can never meet those standards because if you choose your standards, then they're always going to be changing and you're never going to be able to hit them. And you're just going to feel empty and meaningless. But with Jesus, he says, I've saved you. I am all powerful. I am all loving. I love you so much. I was reading, um, uh, I think, I think it was in my devotional. Um, it said, uh, how Jesus, 
uh, or it, I can't remember where it was, but it said, God, he has our names engraved in his um, palms. Like he loves us so much. He has engraved our names into his palms. Like that was just such a powerful statement that God is like, he just, he loves us so much. And Jesus comes and he says, I have paid for all of these evils you've done that have welled up on your back. I have died. I have saved you. I am all powerful. I'm all loving and I give you a purpose. Here's what it is. And that's what the secular culture can never answer that question. But what is my purpose? You have a purpose. You have a purpose. You have a purpose. You have a point. You have a meaning in life. You're meaningful in life. That's what the secular worldview says. And Jesus answers that question. He says, here's why you're meaningful. Cause I died for you. I've saved you. I, I've paid the price for you and now you can be free and live for me in this greater cosmic battle in which I am win I have already won and I will decimate evil and you will be with me forever. Here's your purpose. Follow me, serve me, dedicate your life to me out of gratitude from what I have done for you because I've paid the ultimate price and the secular worldview says, it's up to you. You know, you decide whatever you choose your standards, you choose whatever you want. It's up to you. It's up to you, but they can't ever answer the question. So as Christians, I know I totally went off that persecution track, but you know, the Holy spirit, man, it guides me to what it wants me to say to what the Holy spirit wants me to say. This living being <laughs> honestly is just speaking through me right now. Uh, this is the Holy Spirit right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is like speaking right through me. Right, God is using me right now. And the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, 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 this culture, you know, it's going to destroy you because you figured out, you figured out the meaning of life. You figured out what truly matters. And the culture goes so far to say it's love but it's the family love, it's the relationship love, it's the friend love. But it, 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 yeah, those are good things, of course. But, but Jesus is the ultimate love. He's the ultimate saving grace. He's the ultimate protector. The one who loves our soul so much that we can't even begin to imagine how much he loves us. His love is infinite and beautiful. And it just never ends. And the, the secular culture is when when that is figured out, when Jesus, when we see that Jesus is at, it automatically is like, all right, we're not playing. We're not playing nice anymore. And it will come after us, guys. It will come after us. And I feel like this is right here is a really, really good indicator of where you are in your Christianity. If you're starting to notice that that this world is not it's starting to kind of it's starting to get angry at you and that like that doesn't mean that you have mobs chasing after you like it does not have to be extreme but if the world is showing you love and saying hey you're awesome you're awesome and is like in like you because like um like if if the world is congratulating you on what you do and what you're doing and it isn't at all ticked at anything you're doing, I would recommend reevaluating your Christianity because 
this if if it's agreeing with what you believe and what you're saying then it's probably not the christianity that the gospel it is not the gospel because the gospel will destroy this culture it decimates it and it's it's not saying that like culture is bad no not at all culture is fantastic it is awesome but the evils that satan has implanted in our culture the evils that he's put in there that is what it destroys and when it destroys that that's then that gets angry that gets really angry and um whether it's their subtle things or their big things the, the 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 secular worldview that god doesn't exist he, he doesn't exist that should not be agreeing with you if you claim to be a christian it should be up in arms at you and you'll start to notice if you're just starting your christianity like god will guide you and he will lead you don't ever feel like there is like just this like it's a list that god gives you and says complete these no he will lead you and guide you to what he wants you to do and you use um his word and prayer with him to discern and figure out what that is um so i'm not saying that like right out of christianity you should uh you're going to be like in huge riots and you, there's going to be people attacking you from left and right it's possible it's completely possible but god God will use you and he has a path picked for you and the world should not this the evils in which Satan has implanted in the world should not be agreeing with you they should not be nodding their heads to what you're saying they should be up in arms at you and I feel like uh like as of recently I feel like that's definitely been the case for me that like the world is starting to get a little ticked with my Christianity and I hope it does I hope it gets really, really ticked. <laughs> Not the people, but Satan and his evils. Because those are just destruction and death. They are what the world claims to be the enemy. Though they don't realize that it's already inside of them. And we need to help get that out. We cannot turn our backs on them. We must help them. We must help fight these evils that satan has put into the world and help those who are struggling help those who are starting to see that this world is not all there is help them come to what is and what is true and what is beautiful and to fight off the demons that satan has put in our world so ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening i know i totally went off track um but uh i feel like that that was just a really good talk on uh just like Man, there, the this the the secular culture has just is it, I I'm I'm at a loss of words right now. <laughs> I don't I want to say I don't know what to say, but uh, I want to leave you with this encouragement that um uh like as you go into your week and whether it's school or work, um don't try and make people angry at you. Don't like try and get people to be upset at you because Jesus does not want us to like hurt others but don't ever feel um or don't back down from your christianity stand true because um uh here it was in this passage it says when uh in verse 23 when they persecute you in one town flee to the next oh wait no that's that was i'm so sorry guys i totally uh oh yeah uh verse 19 when they deliver you over 
Do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for you are to say, uh, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of our of your father speaking through you. God will speak through you. God will help you and he will deliver you. Do not fear when um, the world turns on you um, what you are to say because Jesus is there with you. He says he is going to be with us and he's going to be helping us. So do not fear um, those times, whether it's at work, school, wherever you are. Do not fear that. But also do not try and make the never do something to make a brother angry because we are not going to hurt people with evil in them because we all have evil in us. We are all filled. Uh, we are not filled. We all have sin in us. We are all um, just gross and disgusting with sin, but Jesus has wiped it off of us and we want Jesus to wipe it off others. We do not want to destroy them. We want to destroy what is in them, the evils that, um, just that totally um just trick their mind into thinking uh that like jesus is out to get them he wants to clean them and as he has cleaned us as christians um and for those of you who are not christians um just see that um that you are being used you're you're being used by satan like this world that you're living in the culture what it tells you it is using you satan is using you he does not care for you no matter what he says he he does not care for you jesus cares for you so let him wash you clean let him forgive your sins let him give you the ultimate gift that you could never get yourself so ladies and gentlemen that was a crazy long Jesus talk segment, but I felt it was really good. And I hope that as you go into this week, that you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. And that if you are persecuted for your faith, that you would stand true in Jesus and not fear what you are to say, because the Holy Spirit will be there with you to guide you and tell you what you need to say. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get into the next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the gaming segment. And in today's segment, we are going to be talking about the release of a trailer and a entire TWAB talking about Season of the Chosen, the new season coming next week, February 9th. So, Season of the Chosen. I'm going to give like a little brief description from what the trailer was talking about um, and uh, just like kind of what it all entails, at least story wise. So basically, um, Collis's heir. Uh, so I'm not sure if like Collis died or Callus, Callus, um, who was on the Leviathan, if he like died or what. But basically, um, his daughter, whose name. I do not know um, is has come to Nessus and she basically proposed an alliance with the Guardians and so Zavala was hanging out I think it was Zavala and Osiris they're hanging out in one of the 
um, like Cabal. I don't even know where they're hanging out, but they're talking. And then basically the Empress was like, bow down to me. And they're like, nah, bro, nah. And then uh, a bunch of like Scion, like laser pointers, like started going towards them. So basically, uh, this Empress um, does not like us now because we refused to bow down to her. And now we are in a another warfare with the cabal honestly i have no idea how the cabal are even relatively alive like let's see we destroyed gaul we blew him up in the red war we blew up um we destroyed their like pursuit in the like time uh where they're trying to like reverse time so that they like would have won the red war and then after that they uh they like took the almighty and like plotted a crash course for the tower and then Rasputin and uh, well, mainly just Rasputin we just watched uh blew that up so like literally the cabal have nothing left and for some reason we're still fighting them so I feel like that was like really Bungie really but other than that I feel like this season is looking really cool um so Basically, we have a really angry empress, and we have uh, the coming threat of the darkness um, that is starting to be brought up. At the end of the trailer, it's there was like a voice line that said, "It's so cold," and it like showed like darkness and like stuff like that. I need to go rewatch it. Um, but basically, things are starting to get. Um, we're we're starting to look for alliances, and um, we went to this empress, and she was like, "Bow down to me," and we we're like, "Nah, man." And then now we're we're in all out warfare right now. So, um, I'm gonna just kind of be going through the twab, hitting the main points um, that I feel like are you know, like just good to hit for uh, this twab and trying to get some information out to you guys. So, season of the chosen. I'm going to be um, just I'm going to be going through the uh, oh, the calendar. Ah, not calendar isn't the right word. Uh, uh, it's like a oh, oh a map a game map no not a game map uh timeline yeah timeline that sounds right okay so on february 9th we are going to be getting behemoth and hailstone battlegrounds so we don't really know much about these battlegrounds but these are going to be kind of coming out throughout the season kind of like uh with the seraph towers how we were getting like seraph tower on the moon seraph tower on uh edz like stuff like that so we're getting like these battlegrounds and they have like really cool names uh behemoth and hailstone so cool names devil's lair and fallen saber strikes open so those are two revamp strikes from destiny one coming to the cosmodrome super hyped about those lots of nostalgia there um for sure for sure and then um and then we get the helm and it's like an abbreviate it's a abbreviation for something uh comes online so not much information on that um either so um we're getting a bunch of uh new uh two new strikes actually we're getting three new strikes in this season two or two reprised one new um these new battlegrounds and then the helm comes online whatever that is we don't really know um stasis aspect quest begins so they talked about how aspects are they're getting rid of the ones or the ones that are currently in the game are going away and so i'm guessing that they're just adding some new ones to kind of change up the gameplay i definitely need to get on that i'm probably not going to get my aspects done before um tuesday reset uh but if you do if like 
those are like close to done get those done because they're going to be gone at least the quest um i believe you'll be able to keep your aspect um but those are going to be gone so make sure you get those done so then you can have this previous one and this new one um that are going to be coming out on february 9th as well then february 12th trials begins earn new armor weapons and more and i'm going to talk about trials um it's later down the twab they uh bring out some of the stuff that's going to be coming with that and then february 16th cleansing Cl cleansings cleanse cleansing cleansing yeah cleansing battleground um opens or it doesn't say opens but it says cleansing battleground so i'm guessing that's just another one of those uh battlegrounds that were talking about in earlier in uh the ro roadmap that's the word there we go um and then february 23rd um oracle battleground so another battleground and then iron banana so we're getting oracle battleground iron banner coming february 23rd and then um march 23rd so huge jump like holy cow that's 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 a lot a lot of time so something is probably going to happen between those dates that hasn't been revealed yet um but march 23rd proving grounds strike opens for season pass holders iron banana so then for the people with the season pass the new strike um comes and i'm really I'm really surprised that that's not till March 23rd. That's like a crazy amount of time. Um, like we have, oh, well, yeah, yeah, it's like February 23rd, and then we m jump all the way to March 23rd before we get the new strike. So either they just like don't have anything planned for um, the time between those, or something is going to be happening that's going to keep us occupied, like an exotic quest, because there actually isn't a mention of an exotic quest and i believe yes yeah, this new exotic so uh we're there's definitely there's most likely going to be an exotic quest um released somewhere in there but it's probably either reprised or something they kind of want to keep under um like they want to keep hidden um until uh the time uh when it comes out and then march 30th proving ground strike enters playlist for all per players improving grounds nightfall um so uh i guess uh like the people with the season pass they get to like play that strike for a week um like just so the people have the season pass and then um the following week um it will be open for all players to play so interesting um i guess that makes sense for those who are paying for uh, the season pass they just get their early access um there and that yeah that 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 makes sense um and then it will also be the nightfall the week it comes on the playlist and then april 13th iron banana and then april 20th through may 9th guardian games and we see a really long picture of guardian games and uh some slick new guardian games armor actually it looks pretty cool it looks kind of it's kind of given off like an srl kind of vibe uh which man they would bring back srl oh my goodness gracious that was such a fun game mode um but yeah so some slick new armor coming april 20th through may 9th and then may 7th through 9 9th um guardian games closing ceremony so that's something new we have not had a closing ceremony before um so uh, that is going to be exciting, uh, whatever that is going to be. Probably something big to congr congratulate the Titans for grinding an, like just an unspeakable amount of bounties. Ugh, 
Oh, that was that Guardian Games was gross. Uh, but yeah, so it and then it says and more at the very end. So um, that's kind of the uh, overview of the season pass. What we have been given at as information so far um just like for the season pass and or not season pass the new season coming out season of the chosen and then as we go down spoils of war season of the chosen is delivering some shiny new things for you to collect we have already spilled the beans that for the first time some of the favorite weapons from destiny 1 are showing up in destiny 2 as rewards for completing nightfall or uh completing nightfall the ordeal here is the lineup so um they're going to be adding some new um nightfall specific loot it's not going to be strike specific but nightfall specific so if you play the nightfall you have a chance to get these and it's the swarm which was uh, an awesome machine gun um from the vanguard the palindrome which is like one of if not my favorite uh destiny one legendary hand cannon which it was a crucible one and then the shadow price um which uh i mean awesome i'm so glad that all of these guns are coming back and i can't wait to get all of them super excited uh to play with these new um guns uh because you know actually i i do play nightfalls a little bit so uh hopefully i'll get my hands uh on all of these and then we see hot pursuit similar to season of the hunt we will have a new pursuit weapon for you to earn uh from your quest of choice choose between strikes crucible or gambit to earn the new breach loaded grenade launcher salve salvagers salvo so we i know i that took me a little bit to pronounce but we see a slick new grenade launcher which is going to kind of be like um the beloved uh for season of the hunt but for season of the chosen and then we have trials so i think this was one of the highlights for the twab for me you may have already seen some teases of the new rewards for trials of osiris coming with season of the chosen we also have three new trials weapons so we see a pulse rifle which mm, so slick a hand cannon which kind of has that nation of the beast model so i'm guessing we're going to see a fair amount of that and then a temptations hook model trials sword 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 that this is something i think i'm most excited uh well, i don't know I'm, that's probably not fair but i'm excited to see this sword um and how it plays out because like you don't think uh, a sword would be like a trials um reward but they they're adding it and it's got uh, if you know what the temptations hook sword is, it like is like kind of like the bolt cat. It is the bolt caster, and it's instead of blue, this one is red. So interested to see if it's the fire caster. Patent pending. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but uh, so those are the weapons, and then we just oh some slick. I've said slick a lot. Uh, new armor. It's got like. I, I gotta say like kind of an Egyptian I mean obviously trials has that Egyptian vibe but it's like it's something new and something awesome so a new set of trials armor um, uh, and this all goes live February 12th and honestly like I think if there's anything that's going to get me back into trials because I used to play trials back in the day and I was not great but I always loved playing trials on the weekend and if there's anything that's going to get me into trials it's probably going to be this armor because oh man that hunter oh my goodness gracious that armor is fantastic the titan looking slick and the warlock is fantastic it's oh my goodness that it's it, it's just it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy and then um they're also adding some new cosmetics along with these new weapons and armor ar armo 
armor, Trials has some new cosmetic rewards to show off as well. The ghost shell drop chances increase as you win matches and increases when you hit the 357 win in flawless milestones each week. The ship and sparrow drop, drop chances increase every time you go flawless. Here's a look at the rewards. So we see an awesome looking ghost shell, an awesome looking sparrow, and a crazy awesome looking ship. Like, oh my goodness gracious, I'm going to have to play trials, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to have to play trials. Uh, look on my Twitch and uh, we're free carry. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but like these are so cool looking. It's crazy. They are awesome looking. I'm so excited um, to um, see people with these and be like, man, I wish I could get that. Do, do, do. <laughs> but yes, these are just some fantastic looking cosmetics. And then uh, we see the very end, but wait, there's more. Season of the Chosen has several new additions to your arsenal ready for the taking. And we see, oh, some like, they're like blue, like navy blue remastered. They're not remastered in the sense that like they're just the same gun, but like uh, they look different. Like new guns, but with the same like um, uh, Leviathan raid vibe. We get a rocket launcher that's like looking Roar the Bear. We get uh, a sniper that looks like the Alone as a God sniper. Um, and then like a cool submachine gun, what I think is a fusion, an awesome looking bow. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to get my hands on these rewards um, coming uh, uh, Tuesday. And then we see they talk about the Cult of Aeon, uh, which are a set of exotics. And I'm not really going to go into the specifics, but basically they're reworking these. So they're actually fun and beneficial for you and your team to put on because like, um, they're an exotic that the more people on your team that have it, the more beneficial it is. And um, you, they're basically adding it so you can like play roles um, and they'll have like specific mods that you slot on the exotics. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, so they're bringing back some catalysts as well bad juju izanagi's burden sleeper simulant the huckleberry world line zero polaris lance telesto legend of acrius and skyburner's oath um and so these are ones that are going to be coming out um with uh not to be okay yeah so they're having their new uh drop sources and it's not associated with the destiny content vault anymore and then they said the catalyst for whisper of the worm and outbreak perfected are still unattainable for anyone who hasn't already earned them and will be added in a future update so if you like me did not get the catalyst for whisper or outbreak those are coming back do not worry they're not here yet but they're going to be coming in a future update so i'm super excited for that and then we get some new prime gaming um some uh oh uh so i did this um if you have like any halo avatars on your bungee profile they're getting rid of halo.bungie.net uh so make sure you go and save those um i changed mine to a halo one just so i can say hi i have this this is cool you know like i got a cool halo avatar so if you if you have one make sure you save it um i'm not really sure how you do that i hope i did it right but oh here how about i just read this um uh um 
Um, as a result of this, personal custom Halo avatars that are currently used on BungieNet will be removed due to the functionality living on Halo.Bungie.net. We welcome everyone to go to their BungieNet profile and save their avatars to their computer as we're exploring options to possibly allow them... Oh, okay, never mind. They're going away. But you can save them to, save them to your computer if you want to keep them. Uh, but they are going away and they're going to see how they can add them in the future. So um, what I just said was like totally meaningless. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so, uh, in some other, uh, patch notes and updates and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so that is going to be kind of my overview of the TWAB and, um, uh, season of the chosen is that's coming out on Tuesday and man, oh man, I'm so hype. I'm excited. Um, they're adding, I believe the season pass weapon is an exotic bow that kind of has like a, oh, what'd you call it? Um, oh, what is that gun? The arc bow, the arc bow, what the exotic one, whatever that is, it has kind of an effect like that, except with fire. Um, so that is like what it looks like, just like from watching the trailer. Um, the new seasonal pass weapon, it, I'm guessing it's the seasonal pass weapon. Um, and we don't know anything about the exotic quest for the season, um, because I'm guessing there is going to be one. So I'm excited to uh, figure that out, and it's it's going to be great seasons. So for those of you who do enjoy some good Destiny content, come Tuesday you're going to get a lot of it and um well yeah a whole uh i don't know about a lot it's like we're not getting an expansion but we're getting something new and it's going to be exciting so i hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast the gaming segment um jesus talk segment and i hope you guys will just uh, have a fantastic week guys um uh, make sure, man, look to Jesus, man, because I know I say this every single week, but it couldn't be more true. And I know I need to do this better as well. Like just when you're in trouble, I feel like I oftentimes will just run away from uh, like whether reading my Bible or just praying, um, not just like saying, oh, Jesus, you're awesome. You're great. You're awesome. You're great. I'm going to go play video games because I want to like don't not don't do that. But instead, like truly embrace his love and his joy and let it change you and i feel like i need to do a better job of this and i recommend that you guys strive for that as well just um find time to embrace his love and his joy if you are a christian if you aren't um come to him um ask god to save you to uh, ask god to um oh ask accept jesus and what he has done accept his love and his beauty and um, let him change your life from the inside out and let him take your heart of stone, destroy it and give you a heart of flesh, one filled with his love. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and have a fantastic week. Peace.